Blog Talk Radio. Tonight we got the wrestling for with you by whatever and tonight for what about two guys and whatever else we can do but it's also right now you're here today and the other just things go up that we should have events and like Welcome to the show, I'm Jay, that's Steve. Hey. All right, now let's get to it. All right. Time for the jam, we preview, Christian TV guide. Uh, on Dragon Ball Super, Goku ascends to the all-new heights as Ultra Instinct takes over. Hold on. Um, one punch man. Garu declares war in a terrifying manner. Hell's Blizzard makes the answer side Gemma. And Genos takes on the stalker. I'm Dr. Sill. Let there be the light of science. On Fire Force. I eve hostilities in Asakusa. On Food Wars, the man called the Demon. On Demon Slayer, trainer Sakunji Orokodaki. On Black Lower, Mary Leona, Mary Leona versus Rhea, the Disloyal. On Boruto Naruto Generation, Sasuke Shadow. On the reader she prudent. He knows the Sakura falling from the sky. Well, if he manages to save her, the Sakura falls, the Sakura will then bleach it. On the loop on the third part, five. Fujiko's gift. And on my year academia, Deku versus Kachan, part two. That's your Tsunami preview. Back to the TV guide. Now, on to Steve for the rest. Okay, thank you very much. And let us first answer the question of many questions that need to be answered. How did SmackDown do opposite a baseball game and the usual regular uh, fall TV series? Well, the Overnight Network numbers are in, and Friday SmackDown drew an average of 2.442 million viewers with an average rating of 0.75 in the key 18 to 49 demographic, according to Showbuzz Daily. Get the kazoo. Settle It's settling in. Pardon? It's settling in. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, okay, I'll introduce you. Don't, I'll, I'll, okay, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now, now, are, are, yes. Before this, 
goofball guest comes on. Uh, I personally would like to see a comparison of SmackDown's ratings from last week to the ratings for Fox from last year. Mm, a, a brilliant idea. We'll bring it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a gentleman from the uh, Academy Award uh, accounting firm of Dewey, Cheatham, How and Fleesome, and he has a special legal announcement to make. Uh, yes, my name is, uh, I'm uh, Herbert Flem, and just to remind your listeners that uh, next week, due to the World Series, uh, Friday Night Smackdown will be seen one night only on FS1. So uh, one night only. Just a just just a little reminder that one night only. Yeah, one night only. My aunt Fanny. Well, now just just a minute. Fox said it had to be above three three million. This is just <laughs> a little burp because of big sporting events. It'll get back up there. You, you you sound like you work for Fox. Well, who do you think did the Emmys? Out. But 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 out. To continue. Now this is down from last Friday's WWE Draft Edition, which drew a final 0.7 rating in the not so coveted but highly honored 18 to 34 demographic. A final 1.0 rating. And the coveted 18 to 49 demo, and a final 1.1 rating in the seldom used, if if abused, 25 to 45 demographic. Viewership was down 15% from the final viewership for last Friday's SmackDown, which was 2.877 million viewers. The first hour for this week's show drew 2.390 million, with a seven with a 07 rating in the key 1849 demographic. Second hour drew 2.493 million viewers with an 0.8 rating, 0.8 rating in the coveted and highly loved 18 to 49 demographic. SmackDown averaged a 0.65 rating in the 1834 demo, a 0.75 rating in the key 1849 demo, and an average 0.85 rating in the 2554 uh, demographic. Blue Bloods on CBS Top the Night, followed by Hawaii Five O in the eight o'clock hour. SmackDown was, of course, uh, top the night with that uh, point seventy five. The next closest Hawaii Five O, Blue Bloods, American Housewife with a six. Uh, below is the uh, we have the SmackDown viewership tracker. Now remember, this was this also counts the USA airing. January 1st was a 2.091 million viewers. Uh, let's see. And uh, this week was 2.442 million viewers. Um, not not bad, but uh, they were hoping for that 3.888 million viewers pump. But obviously with uh, the ALDS going on on Fox Sports 1, and a few of the regular shows going on. Uh, well, they better try harder because I have a feeling over there in the uh, over there in Titan Towers, and yes, I'm still calling it Titan Towers. McMahon is sweating bullets, and I'm not talking Vince. 
I'm talking three H. Okay. Okay. Yes. Again, I just want I just want to see comparisons to what Fox had uh, on last year at the same time, or else even what they had before SmackDown got on there. Uh, hmm. uh, this year. Hmm. Sure can't be uh, no that hmm. like that. Well, I'll, I'll, that'll be something I'll look. I'll look up. I'll see what the Fox had last year as compared to when they got SmackDown. Okay, more wrestling news for you. Uh, for you, sainted uh, Funfeld Fiestaers. Uh, Impact Wrestling results. Remember. Impact's on Axis, but they're also on Twitch. So here we go. It was uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, by the way, Tuesday. Oh, it is October 1st, UNC poops. Okay, we had uh, Michael Elgin versus Falaba. And the winner was Michael Elgin. Jake Chris versus Chris Bay. Jake Chris won that. We had the Impact Plus moment of the week, and that was uh, Desmond Xavier, Andrew Everett versus uh, and Andrew Everett versus Drago, Arrow Star and King Cuerno at WrestleCon 2018. See, that's what we need. That's what we need here in the Lancey Jackson market. Something like WrestleCon. Meet the wrestlers. Uh, anyway, we go next to uh, triple threat action. Josh Alexander taking on Commissioner Rhino. Or, yeah, he is Commissioner Rhino in Detroit. Uh, versus Rich Swan. And Rich Swan won that. Uh, let's see. Then we had, folks, Rohit Raju with Gama Singh. Versus Sabu with uh, Melissa Cotas, otherwise known as Super Genie, otherwise known as Sabu's friend. And uh, it was a draw due to a double countout. It was announced that both Sabu and Raju will be part of the X Division ladder match for a championship in just 24 hours on Sunday. The intergender over-the-top rope battle royale, and boy, oh boy, guess the names on this one. Uh, Eddie Edwards, Rosemary Havoc, Kira Hogan, Jordan Grace, Johnny Swinger, Adam Thornstow, Luster the Legend, Raj Singh, Mahabala Shira, Cody Deaner, and Cousin Jake. And uh, Mahabala Shira won that and will enter the Battle Royale last. Edwards will enter first. And that was it for uh, Impact G. What? Wrestling, there was on that, mm-hmm. except for Sabu's match. But then again, as we all know, folks, um, we um, we we sort of have a close close love with uh, Sabu. Uh, Bruce Pritchard had a chance to uh, sound off on Eric Bischoff's departure from the WWE, and uh, here's uh, here's just some of his statement. First of all, Eric is a friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine that I love personally and professionally. Get a room. 
And I was sad for the news that came out this past week on a professional level and on a personal level. I want to wish Eric the absolute best, Pritchard said on his uh, podcast. By the way, Pritchard still hosts his podcast, Something to Wrestle With, even though he is now an employee of the WWE. Uh, Eric and I aren't... Oh, my God! Eric is gone! I can never talk to him again! Absolutely not. Sometimes in business, things happen for whatever reasons, and you don't know the reasons, but you have to move on. But I do believe Eric is one of the smartest guys I've ever met and worked with. I think he's one of the nicest guys, and he's all, and he also is a human being. What, and Paul Heyman's a cyborg? On the segment prior to this one, get back up there. Uh, Conrad Thompson asked Pritchard to reveal something about Vince McMahon that most people don't realize. Pritchard replied that McMahon is a human being like everyone else and just like Eric Bischoff. So when you sit there and you make comments through a keyboard or a phone and it's a faceless random thing, Remember that you're making comments about human beings. You're making comments about real people that have families. Yes, we're in the public eye, and I get that. But also remember, it's real life, and we are human. And we do have families, and believe it or not, we have feelings. I want to publicly wish Eric the absolute best in business, life, and everything else because he's a good friend, and I'm proud and happy to say that he's my friend. Now, how much do you want to bet if he does any tours like he did last year? When you and I went to uh, see see him in uh, James E, I think it was two years ago. How much you want to bet that story's going to change? Yeah. Uh, agreement. Oh, use any of the quotes in this article, please. Credit something. Okay, we like to thank something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, and. The folks at Wrestling Inc. for the transcription for this report. There, I thank them. That'll be my thanking voice. Okay, let's get to uh, some Ring of Honor uh, palava here. All right, we got uh, episode 421. And by the way, you can watch, if you dare... Ring of Honor weekends on the Sinclair Broadcast Group, Sunday night at 10 on Charge! Uh, you can watch it online on that very network. Go to uh, stir.com, that's S-T-I-R-R.com, and on the channel guide, you'll find Charge. Of course, Stir, S-T-I-R-R, is owned by Sinclair. We haven't got a new name for Sinclair's new... Uh, uh, regional sports networks that they bought from Fox. We'll keep you updated on that. Let's get going to just the wrestling without the palava. Coast to Coast, which is LSG and Shaheem Ali versus Silas Young and Josh Woods. The winner of that was Silas Young and Josh Woods. There was a uh, number one contenders tournament, first round match, Jay Lethal versus PJ Black. Jay Lethal won. And there was a lot of filler to fill in the hour when they absolutely forgot that, hey, we're a wrestling show. We should actually wrestle. 
Well, anyway, after the match, Lethal and Black shook hands. Lethal celebrates as the show comes to a close. You got to love it when they have to put filler instead of wrestling. That's why I love, and I think everybody else loves, AEW. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Nothing much, nothing more. Okay, let's keep saying the business. Uh, take you to NXT's live events, uh, live uh, uh, NXT thing on the USA Network uh, from Force, uh, from Force or Fort Pierce. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Angel Garza defeated Elliot Sexton. Well, actually, this was NXT live event from uh, Friday's show in Fort Pierce. Angel Gazara defeated Elliot Sexton. Jesse Kamea defeated MJ Jenkins. Kona Reeves de- defeated Denzel DeJonet. Boa, Jeet Rama, Raul Mendoza defeated Rocky. Ridge Holland, Dexter Loomis. Mansoor defeated Austin Theory. Uh, Marina Shafir defeated Kainara Conti which I think would be great with a good wine sauce. Uh, Sarav Gurjar and Rinku Singh, and by the way, if you ever had that Rinku Singh with couscous, oh, brilliant, defeated Rick Bugiz and Nick Agarelli. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair ended a no contest after, yes, a typical big brawl broke out, separated from other by others from the locker room. And the Forgotten Sons, we forgot who they were, defeated Imperium. Is that Margarine? Uh, by the way, the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake, Steve, Cut- uh, Steve Cutler, defeated Imperium, Marcel, Barthel, and Fabian uh, Eichner. So there you go with uh, NXT Live uh, thing, obviously, outside of the usual event. Uh, there's a new uh, name, new ring name for Chad Gable. Boy, you won't believe that. Yep, they got a new nickname, a new ring name for Chad Gable. This is what he will be going for, uh, or going by as. Come on, Bubbles, do that room, do that thing that I know you do so well. There you go. <laughs> All right, the new ring name is Shorty G. Gable recently started using Shorty Gable and built it that, as that at one point, but tonight he shortened it to Shorty G. Yeah. Shorty G has been added to Team Hogan at Crown Jewel on October 31st. He'll team with Captain Roman Reigns, Rusev Ali, and Ricochet to face, of course, Team Hogan to face Team Flair which will consist of Corbin, Captain Randy Orton, WWE Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, and Wrestler to be named later. By the way, I've seen Wrestler to be named later. Is the, Are they built? Okay. We keep going until the cows come home. There's one of them now. Okay. Okay, come on, Palais okay? Come on, come on. Let's get back to uh, more stuff so 
I can hit up the uh, entertainment. Thank you. Let's uh, let's get out of uh, one mess and go to another one. And uh, hopefully we got it right. Get you some entertainment news. After all, wrestling for WWE is entertainment. So let's get going here with the entertainment. Uh, okay. We're still rolling, rolling, rolling. Once again, folks, as that cheap lawyer said, um, FS1 will have uh, Friday Night Smackdown, supposedly one night only. Well, we'll just see. Uh, for all you uh, Cowboy Bebop fans, or as we like to use, as we usually or used to call them Cowboy Bebop, uh, got some news for you. Uh, due to star John Cho's Get rid of the ad so I can read the thing. Thank you. Uh, the Netflix series, Cowboy Bebop, has shut down production for a long, lengthy time. Following the knee injury sustained by Lee John Cho on the set of the show in New Zealand. Sources described the injury as a freak accident that happened on the last take of a routine and a well-rehearsed scene. It requires surgery for which Cho has been flown back to L.A. and extensive rehabbing. The production shutdown is expected to last seven to nine months. The new filming schedule will be set once Cho's prognosis is clear. Now, Cowboy Bebop is an adaptation of the cult Japanese animated series. was a few episodes into production on its 10-episode order when the accident happened. Netflix marked the show's star production last week with a behind-the-scenes video which featured Cho. Being relatively early into filming would allow Netflix to recast, but I hear the streamer is fully committed to Cho in the title role, willing to wait until late spring, early summer 2020 to resume filming along with the logistical challenge that presents. Our thoughts are with John, and he has our complete support as he recuperates from this injury. A Netflix spokesperson said in a statement to Deadline.com. Now, following Deadline's story, Cho posted a message on Instagram quoting the great Bruce Lee, thanking fans for their well wishes and vowing to be back and flowing in no time. Ohm. The, uh, space was- the Space Western hails from Tomorrow Studios. That's Marty Adelson's joint venture with ITV Studios, Midnight Radio, uh... Writer Chris Yostin, Sunrise, the studio behind the original series. Um, Cowboy Bebop is the jazz-inspired, genre-bending story of Spike Siegel, played by Cho, and a possibly cool cowboy, otherwise known as Bounty Hunter, with a deadly smile, a wry wit, and style to spare, and his ragtag crew of bounty hunters on the run for their past as they hunt down the solar system's most Dangerous criminals. They'll even save the word world for the right price. Uh, by the way, it is co-production between Netflix and Tomorrow Studios, with Netflix handling the physical production. Yum. Uh, very Brady renovation holiday edition special confirmed with the, for the Food Network. Yay. 
And by the way, applause to Quentin Tarantino for not caving into China for wanting him to cut some parts of his new film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That ain't gonna happen, Clyde. You know that. All right. Uh, New York quarterback Tom Brady has vehemently denied that he was parodying Patriots owner Robert Kraft's prostitution bust in a promo for the Netflix comedy Living With Yourself. That's not what it was all about. It was taken out of context. Okay. And finally, well, not so finally. Uh, come on, guys. Oh, we got to get rid of that little notation from FB. Okay, thank you. Uh, and, uh, this Week in Music, the Muff's final album that's coming out shortly is a profile in Courage by... Uh, do I get that back up there, pal? By its leader, uh, Kim Shatak. So, uh, nice little tribute. Shatek, who suffered from ALS and couldn't move or talk near the end of, uh, near the end of, come on, boys, you know we got to do this. Okay. Well, if you, if you get the, uh, album, it's all a tribute to, uh, their leader, Kim Shatuck. So, there you go. And, um, there we go, amigo, amigo go. <laughs> Come on, Mozilla. Okay, anyway, uh, that's it for the entertainment and wrestling portion of this broadcast. Um, we will see you next Friday with uh, Last Call Cafe back here Saturday with... A really big shoe of uh, WrestleMania Hut, where we once again answer all questions and question all answers. Uh, I guess we're we're done here. As soon as I can click, uh, there we go. Okay, we got about three minutes. Just want to say gracias. Oh wow. Do we have that? No, we don't have time for that. Don't have time for any more uh, news. We're going to wrap things up, say thank you. Uh, the Brain and I will be back next Saturday, and don't forget, uh, we're uh, coming around the old Ben and giving you um, Last Call Cafe Friday nights at 11.30. So thank you all for listening in. Brain, you want to end your show? Mind it. Okay. Bye. We end the episode. We end the episode. There we are. End the episode. That's what we want. 